Hello, everyone. I am really excited. I'm, I'm here in the office with John Brennick, the co-founder of Caring Crowd here at Johnson & Johnson, the, our, our great sponsor. And we're going to talk today about Caring Crowd and the vision behind it. So stick around. You don't want to miss this episode. Welcome to the Your Mark on the World show with your champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. This episode is made possible via the support of our sponsors, including Johnson & Johnson's Caring Crowd. John, it's Hi. so good to be here in your office. Great, in yeah. person again. Yes, we, we usually do this show remotely yeah. uh, across the thousands of miles between us, and it's exciting today to be here right in your office to have this conversation so well, thanks for coming out it's it's a joy and an honor to be here i'm excited we're going to do some training tomorrow for your teams here yeah we're going to learn more about caring crowd and how to succeed yeah. in making a social impact yes uh, i i am excited to be able to share that with you and your team and we're excited for this conversation but I want to step back a little bit, John. We've we've been talking about Caring Crowd and the projects on it all year. Mm. And we've talked a little bit about this thing called the Credo at Johnson & Johnson. And we've mentioned a couple of times how it inspired or inspires the work of Caring Crowd. But I wonder if today we shouldn't just focus on that and talk about Caring Crowd and the Credo. and. I think the, the place to start is for you to tell us what Caring Crowd is. Uh, for okay. those who, who may have missed our past episodes, let's set that foundation. Okay, first I want to say that thank you for bringing up the credo. You've heard me mention it, and I did not ask Devin to bring up the credo, so this is uh, wonderful, and it's a reason why I love being at this company. So. The uh, Caring Crowd is a crowdfunding platform. If you've heard of Kickstarter, it's like a Kickstarter for global health with some key differences, including the fact that only nonprofits can receive the money, though anyone can use Caring Crowd to raise funds for projects of nonprofits. And all projects are reviewed by a panel of public health professors before they can get on the site. All the nonprofits are reviewed by our expert vendor. And so there are bragging rights um, associated with getting on Caring Crowd. And for the donors, they can know that these reviews were done and, um, and not just any project can get on the site. Well, it, it is a great site. You've raised over a million dollars for a variety of causes. And it's, you know, it's just really astounding the variety of ways that, that uh, people have used it from anorexia to you know gun safety classes to uh, mothers in Malawi. It runs the the gamut from those that are right in the dead center of the public health sweet spot that are obviously public health initiatives for you know disease treatment and the rest to to these things that are a little more fringe, uh, you know video education, clean water, all kinds of things. Yeah, and you know, they've all been reviewed for the potential health impact and impact on lives and the methods they use. So um, it's a broad um, sweep of health-related projects, so it's a fascinating variety. If you go on the supported project page, clear the filters, you can see all the past projects and, um, and maybe you'll think of something that you've been wanting to do 
that you thought maybe couldn't qualify but realize, well, actually, it does have a health impact, whether it's a mental health impact or a classic public health issue like clean water, um, whether it's in Flint or in Malawi. Um, we've had uh, 194 successful campaigns in, for projects in 34 countries. And as mentioned, anything from HIV, uh, tuberculosis we're going to have soon, um, um, we, countries from Ukraine to um, India to Mexico, many in the U.S. So yeah. it's been a fascinating education and just wonderful interacting with all these great people wanting to help other people. Yeah. It really is inspiring work, and I, I'm a little jealous that you get to do it, but I love what I do, too, yeah. so I, 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 can, I can stand, <laughs> I can just barely stand it. You. But, but, but John, um, I'm fascinated by the Johnson & Johnson credo. Ah, yes. And um, I, I've read it. Uh, it's a profound document. I think it it doesn't go back quite to the founding of the company, but it has yeah. been guiding the company for 70 75, years. 75. 75 years, actually. The anniversary is this year, and it was actually completely instrumental in allowing Caring Crowd to exist. Um, the, the credo is a set of uh, guiding principles, and it's set in stone at the entrance of headquarters. It's posted in every conference room, and there are credo refresher trainings. It really does guide the company to do the right thing for the long term. And um, you know, it also attracts a certain type of employee, and it pervades the culture. And when we were proposing Caring Crowd for the new Global Public Health Group, the credo was mentioned, and senior management, to their credit, said this is a credo endeavor we can do it, we should do it, so let's do it. So it was a wonderful experience. As you think about the credo, what is the fundamental mission, what is the message of the credo? What is the guiding principle that you take from it? Yeah, so there are multiple paragraphs, but it starts off with you know, the patients, the doctors, the nurses, the families, and serving them, um, and the and then it goes on to talk about the communities, um, the environment, employees, safety, and last, it talks about the stockholders. So if we do all these things right, and we treat people fairly, and are part of the community, then the profits will follow. So the profits come after we do the right thing. Yeah. Well, I. I really find it in, inspiring to, to see how that is impacting and influencing your work in a practical, everyday sense, right? Yes. To, to actually um, see you not, you know, to see you make decisions, right, based on that credo. It isn't just wallpaper, right? Right, right. It truly is, and I saw that. And. Uh, are there other ways in which you've seen that sort of manifest itself as you've been working here at Johnson & Johnson? Yeah, I remember when we had um, our new um, leader of a previous department I was with, and she came from Australia, and um, 
She had mentioned the very first month she had joined J&J in Australia, so this is a worldwide credo, um, how there was a decision the company had to make. And so they called lots of people in who were working in J&J Australia, and they said, um, we've got to make a decision here, and we're going to bring in our credo to help guide us. So let's sit down and talk about what's the right thing to do. So she felt it immediately and then ever since. Um, so it, it really is a decision guide. Yes. For, for people at, at, at Johnson. That's really impressive. It really is impressive. So John, as you think about uh, your work here, what are you most proud of having accomplished? Um, you know what springs to mind are uh, some of the impact stories we've heard from the people who've used Caring Crowd and taken the money raised using the platform to uh, fund projects. So, for example, the very first project on Caring Crowd was for HIV-positive children in Zambia who are malnourished. So it was a nutrition and education program. And uh, we have an updates feature on Caring Crowd that allows the project donors to keep the donors informed of how their donation dollars are at work. So you can feel like you're part of the project when you pledge to a Caring Crowd campaign. And so a couple of months after this project was funded, and let me back up, they had to actually stop their nutrition program for lack of funding. They had funding for many of the other programs, but they said, okay, there's this new thing, Caring Crowd, let's try the nutrition project on there because we don't have any funding for it right now. And so they succeeded and the program was restarted and about two months after they succeeded, I saw an update, I received an email. An update automatically generates emails to anyone who opted in, is following or has pledged to a campaign. And it was a simple short story with a picture of a little girl who went from 1% of her body mass index to 50% and was starting to go to school more often, was able to tolerate her HIV medicine better. And that story still is emotional for me because we helped make that possible. And, you know, it's very, it becomes very personal. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's just one of many stories. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be very fulfilling. Um, the, one of the things that uh, you've had the opportunity to do is to learn a lot. What do you think the most important crowdfunding lesson is you've learned as you've watched dozens and dozens of successful projects raise over a million dollars? I mean, that's a lot of education. Yeah, so obviously I've been immersed in crowdfunding now in a real practical sense. Um, so in the course of helping make sure that everyone who uses Caring Crowd has a positive, successful experience leading to an almost 80% campaign success rate on Caring Crowd, I talked to almost everyone who uses the site and I give them various tips, but one or, or experiences I've learned. Um, 
the one I make sure to tell everyone is I think the most powerful one is that before you launch your campaign, have 20 to 30% of your funding goal already lined up and pre-committed from your inner circle of supporters and your, your network. That allows you, shortly after you launch online, to have that strong starting momentum, provide social validation, and have that core group of people who can help spread the message. Yeah. John, as you reflect on your work here at Caring Crowd, um, you could obviously have done anything. And within the Johnson & Johnson world, just think yeah. of all the career opportunities you haven't taken right. by taking this, right? right. You're at the, the key part of your career, right? You, you know, you, wherever you go, <laughs> right. right, you know, determines where you go next, yeah. right? The choices you, you've decided to do this. That has career implications for you. Yeah. Um, I don't know all of them. I don't know the internal politics enough to understand. But, but as you think back on that decision, what motivated you to come down this path? What was it that guided you here? Well, I've always wanted uh, at least a side effect of my career to have an impact, a positive impact on society and, and people. So I liked healthcare. Um, so this idea, which was kind of a Shazam moment, um, just galvanized me for the impact it could have and the, the ability to just create something new as well it was exciting. And, um, and then to make sure, to see it through, make sure it was successful, um, just was so exciting and, and yeah. a work of passion. Now, I've asked you this before. And you may have a new answer today. You may have the same answer. It doesn't matter. What's your superpower? Ah. So in the context of caring crowd and crowdfunding, and you've asked me this before, so I thought about it. Um, you know, I would like the power to fly or be vulnerable. Um, but in a real world sense, I think we humans have a superpower in being able to work together and join forces to make projects happen. And um, it's super powerful. And with the internet, we're now able to do that more effectively than ever before. So let's use the power of the internet and get our messages out and say, here, this baby in Malawi needs help or she'll die. And let's get together, and for a few dollars, we can save that life. It is amazing. It really is truly amazing how little money yeah. is required to save a life. Yeah. I mean, it, we're, we're talking $10 in one circumstance, $50 in another, yeah. a dollar in some cases. And whether it does it's not a, take much, does it? Yeah. And whether it's um, mental health in high schools in New Jersey or. Um, you know, the uh, subsistence farmers in rural Malawi, um, it's surprising how much uh, 10 or $50 can do. Yeah, it, well, it's inspiring work that you're doing. John, I appreciate you taking the time. I've been uh, hogging your time all afternoon. This oh, afternoon. it's so been great. It, I, I appreciate it's you. Uh, worthwhile. We've had a long discussion and, and I know you've got to wrap up the day, but before 
we wrap up, would you take just a minute and remind people how they can learn more about Crowd, Caring Crowd and how they can connect with you personally? Great question. I'm glad you asked. Um, I would love to talk with you. Please email me at help at caringcrowd.org, H-E-L-P at caringcrowd, one word, dot org. And go to Caring Crowd, click on create a project, and you can start a draft. You can always delete it later. But that way you get started and get a better feel for what we're talking about. And um, you can even start a project and then hand it over to someone else uh, to do the actual campaigning. So it's very flexible. There are all kinds of ways you can, uh, can help and make an impact. So, and we're here to help you do that. Oh, fantastic. Well, John, thank you so much for being with us today. We wish you every success in the great work that you're doing at Caring Crowd. Thanks. It's an honor to be with you. Thank you. All righty. Let's do some good. All right. At Caring Crowd, we believe everyone has the power to make a difference. Through our crowdfunding platform for community health, we empower passionate people to drive real change. Whether you work for a nonprofit organization, volunteer, or want to get involved for the first time, you can post a campaign on Caring Crowd. Join us, because caring is where change begins. Thank you for listening. Devonthorpe's mission is to end extreme poverty, improve global health, and mitigate climate change before 2045 by finding and sharing the stories of those who are doing the most good. You can join with other listeners to accelerate Devon's mission by visiting helpdevon.org right now.